0: So uh, first off, how are you doing today, Her- uh, Esperanza?
1: I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I'm really excited to be here. I've never been in a position like this before where I've spoken out about kind of what I'm interested in, what I do. Um, so I'm thankful for this opportunity. How are you doing today?
0: I'm doing all right. It's, uh, you know, it's uh, I'm, I'm a teacher and uh, it's been just a really, like a lot of times when you think about like a short week, like with Labor Day and stuff like that, you feel like it's going to be. You know, a little bit lighter than usual. You know, it's a four-day week, not so bad. Just one, it just the 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 short weeks sometimes hit you harder, though. I don't know what the deal is, (laughs) what's going on. But uh, I was exhausted yesterday, and, and and I'm just kind of feeling like I've. I've got like a hangover off of that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, I definitely felt that. Yeah, it's difficult being in like either a student position or a teacher position having to Mm -hmm. um, adjust to those four-day weeks because you think you have more time to do things, but in reality, it's like less time to get everything accomplished.
0: You're just like, oh, you just got to cram five days into four now. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah, um, just uh, sort of, you know, get to know you a little bit. So, uh, where are you from? What, you, what, what, what a little bit of your background.
1: Okay. So I'm originally from Colorado. I moved to oh. Cutoff in 2014.
0: Cutoff. Nice.
1: Yeah. So I lived in Cutoff for all of my high school years. And then I moved to Ruston where I went for cyber engineering. Oh yeah. And then I ended up back in Thibodeau and now I'm a psychology major with a minor in sociology. Well,
0: that's quite a change, isn't it? Yes,
2: definitely.
1: <laughs> I just decided, you know, I wanted not that in cyber engineering field you can't directly give back to people, but like I found that the mm-hmm. one-on-one person interaction was just what was better for me. Yeah. Um especially being someone who's participated in Therapy and gone through avenues like that to try and better my own life I wanted to be able to give back in the same way.
0: Sure. So tell me a little bit about uh, Nichols uh, University and sort of like what 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 things are like over there Uh, That's where you're at now and uh, you're also um, Sort of forming a YDSA chapter young Democratic Socialists uh, of America chapter as well as many people may have know I'm the chair of the DSA in New Orleans Um, So I, I guess you know tell us a little about what's going on there
1: yeah, so um, all in all, Nichols is a great school. I mean, everybody's always... It has that that very Southern feel to it, that Southern hospitality feel. Uh-huh. So when you interact with people on campus, generally people are pretty nice and welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a total culture shock from anywhere else I've been to school before except for my high school years. <laughs> um, <laughs> I definitely wasn't used to the seafood boils, that's for sure. I didn't know that was a thing until I... Um, got to high school, college, but, um, I'm
0: sure you're not complaining, right?
1: <laughs> well, unfortunately, I just don't like seafood. Oh no. <laughs> I know. This is like, I feel like the worst place no, to am- live if you don't like seafood.
0: I, my wife is allergic to shellfish. So oh, what she you going to no. do? You know? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, but so we're trying to get a YDSA chapter started on campus. Um, we realized that there was a lot more of a not like what's the right word here blue leaning population on okay campus.
0: a so lot of conservatives or so like, are, or are, are at least people that are politically disengaged perhaps
1: yeah yeah so like everybody's kind of got this like you think of like thibodeau or like those smaller towns outside of new orleans and you think of a very red mindset
2: uh-huh um like, yeah
1: which is very true for the most part. I mean, the older generation, um, I've noticed quite a few of them have a red mindset, but there's also quite a few that are very democratic socialists, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize. We have a lot of um, traction on campus. We've got about 30 members right now, um, as well as- 30 members, fac- that's pretty yeah, good. As well as some faculty support. Mm-hmm. So um, that's been really interesting to see. Uh, we have organized, some general interest meetings, we've done things like that, Um, tabling events, just to get people interested in YDSA and DSA in general.
0: Mm -hmm. Great, and uh, that's awesome. And and also now, and this is sort of why we wanted to talk to you uh, most specifically, um, you were a part of a a walkout of some uh, grad students. Uh, Can you just describe a little bit about, first off, like what kind of things, Like, what kind of things do the grad student workers do at that school? And then we can sort of get into some of the mechanics of what happened there.
1: Okay, so yeah. So we have a few different options for student workers on campus. Uh, We have options like working as a culinary student, you work in the bistro. Um, You can work with the bridge students on campus as a tutor. Mm -hmm. The bridge program is really great. It's it's donor based. Um, It's an amazing program. It helps the students on campus with special needs, kind of get through campus life, um, get through campus classes. uh, And they have like one-on-one tutors and people that show them around campus. It's really cool. It's an amazing program. I love them so much. Mm -hmm. Um, We also have the library workers. We have the Colonel Esports. Mm -hmm. They have workers as well. Yes. We do have an East. You talking
0: team. about like gaming? They're playing like uh yes. they're playing like Overwatch or something? Yeah, they
1: have an Overwatch <laughs> team. It's actually really cool. I think they're super high ranked for the now. My Overwatch brother is right
0: a now. big Overwatch guy.
1: <laughs> I'm a huge I love Overwatch oh, yeah. so much. I'm a tank main. There I you can't go. play anything but tank. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of support, but damage, my aim is just completely off. Uh,
0: Robert, my co-host, who's not here right now, is a, a Street Fighter guy. He, he's been in Street oh, Fighter okay, V a yeah, lot yeah, and does yeah. a lot of that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I just i am terrible at video games. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm I'll just, never get a victory royale, I don't think.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm awful at video games unless it's like Skyrim or Overwatch. Oh, yeah. Those I can just That's the one. play for the rest of the day. Yeah. But um, so the walkout... Right now, the campus student workers make about 7 25 an hour. <sighs> that's, yes. mi-
0: that's minimum wage.
1: Minimum wage. Um,
0: Which, it's insane that that's the minimum wage. Like, I was, um, well, for most of my adult life, it's been... 725 but when i started working i'm so old that it was 515. oh my gosh <laughs> yeah
1: i couldn't even imagine that's just like 725 is in ala- ways you could live off of i couldn't imagine no, 515. it's it's
0: not even peanuts
1: yeah <laughs> and, and
0: also for the majority of my working life i was tipped worker, so i got 250 uh what is it 213
1: 213 <laughs> i worked as a car hop and i made five dollars an hour plus yeah. tips
0: yeah yeah Anyway, I'm sorry Didn't mean to interrupt.
1: Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, so, and we also we advocated for the custodians yeah. who make below 17k. Um,
0: it I is am- absurd how little the people that like mm-hmm. the the. I mean, when um, when, when COVID happened, I'm a, um like I said before, I'm a teacher, right? The most. The people that were basically the only ones that were told to basically go to school and, like, clean up everything after we just evacuated everything were the custodial staff. And it's just like, wow, these people make, like, 20 grand a year. You know? It's just ridiculous.
1: They go through so much. And, like, in reality, without them, um, the university would not be able to be a university. Exactly. um, We have the art department, which they they mostly clean up after themselves. They do their own cleanup. But... Um, they still have some stuff like dust that's left over from pottery. Like you can't possibly clean up everything unless you're doing what the custodians doing, like yeah. literally scrubbing and doing everything you can to make sure the room mm-hmm. is clean.
0: repairs, um, yeah, like repairs. like the air condition doesn't work. Guess who's on that? you know
1: exactly. like these people are really the backbone of Nichols University and um, to find out that they make. I've learned that the budget, for Nichols is public information. Yeah. I did not know that you could just access like go into the library and be like, "Can I see the budget and expenses?" Yeah. I didn't know that until recently, and so that's how I found all the information about the custodians making Less than 17k. I think the administrative custodian makes about 17k even.
0: Yeah, the guy that's in charge of all the other custodians yeah. has to also write the schedule and do the manager basically, a manager. Exactly, makes there's only like no no money. a
1: couple hundred dollar difference. Yeah, and um, so we did the walkout for them. We. Did a bunch of signs. We made a bunch of signs, like yeah. yeah let's we talk about human rights. Well,
0: before you get that, can you just talk? So, so just talk a little bit about what getting into the walkout looked like. What was the reasons behind it? Yeah, stuff like that.
1: Oh, okay. So essentially, like a week before, um, a couple individuals got together and made a couple signs for the walkout using paint, crayon mm-hmm. markers, uh, things like that. Um, And a bunch of recycled cardboard. So we wanted this to be stuff that we had already had laying around. We Mm -hmm. didn't want to use like any poster boards purchased from the store.
0: Hey. Okay, go ahead.
1: Uh, Things like that. Um, So we made those signs. It was about 10 individuals that got together. Um, And then... We kind of just grouped them all into somebody's car, (laughs) Um, left them all stacked in somebody's car. We made a bunch of extra signs in case people decided to show up Mm -hmm. and walk out. Um, We all walked out of our classes at approximately 12 p.m. on Thursday. Um, We met up in the quad, Mm -hmm. uh, right around the fountain. We all sat underneath a tree we started chants like uh, workers rights are human rights hey hey ho ho <laughs> you know things the classics. Like that. the classics the classics mm-hmm. the ones i actually learned from new orleans dsa actually nice yeah i learned a bunch through new orleans dsa cuz i participated in a bunch of uh, abortion rallies
0: yeah okay you were at the, were you at the big one the real big one
1: the one that they- like when
0: dobbs was announced
1: uh, yes, yes, that I was. That one was
0: massive.
1: Yeah, I was actually in the front holding the sign for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was there. I, I wasn't, uh, I was kind of, like, hanging back a little bit. But, right. like, that was, that I was at that one, yeah.
1: That one was massive. I was, like, I was so amazed at how everybody came together. I mean, it was just n- not, like, a surreal feeling, for lack of better words. Mm-hmm. But it's just, like, a, you feel like everybody's your comrade. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, that companionship type deal
2: mm-hmm.
1: It was just it was real comforting that everybody was coming together like that and that's kind of the atmosphere we had for the campus walkout as well um you know there were only eight of us that actually participated in the walkout but there was about 20 or so more that had spoke up about the fact that they wanted to participate they just were mm-hmm. scared of being fired or Discipline, reprimanded yeah
0: yeah, and that's sort of like one of the real challenges of the whole thing. And, and considering that this is something, I don't know how long y'all have been planning this uh, for, uh, you know, it takes a lot of level of, you know, a certain level of of organizing to build that capacity. So, I mean, you did what you did with what you had, you know, for the time that you right. had being. I guess one of the questions I would ask uh, is what made the day that you chose for uh, walking out significant for, the, for doing that?
1: So we chose... It wasn't so much the day that was significant it was mm-hmm. more the time okay so a lot of people uh the way classes run is monday wednesday friday or tuesday thursday usually in blocks mm-hmm. so we chose around 12 p.m because that's when campus is like most busiest mm-hmm. um because you have a lot of people going in and out classes and we were out there for probably a good four hours i mean we swapped from the quad to right in front of the student union mm-hmm. so that way everybody that was trying to get lunch around that time would walk past to walk you. By us mm-hmm. and see what we were doing um so yeah uh,
0: as far as uh the response from well as well you, you mentioned that some people did show support um, from from students and from sort of uh, some faculty. They were mostly on side or was there mixed uh, sort of positions on it? Was there anybody like saying, get off the sidewalk, I'm trying to walk here yeah. or whatever? Like what was the uh, sort of situation there?
1: We had a lot of backlash um, through Yik Yak. Um, Yik Yak is a social media platform. It's an anonymous social media platform. If y'all have never used it, it's a lot like Twitter, just anonymous. So you could essentially post whatever you want about whoever you want and nobody's gonna know it was you that posted it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's a little scary.
1: Yeah, it really is. And it's and it's to me it's it's cowardly. I mean, I would rather someone yeah. come say it to my face than behind a uh it, it kinda phone sounds screen. like what
0: those 4 chaners do, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. Like it's just it's very it's sad to me. But mm-hmm. I, had, um, I was scrolling through it during the walkout we did mm-hmm. just to see what everybody's general consensus was on what we were doing, how much support we had. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to get everybody continued to be energized. Um, and I found out that we were doing the walkout like Right as the queen actually passed away, (laughs) so that's what a lot of the comments on Yik Yak were about. But there were a few that were like, "How dare
0: you do a walkout in in Thibodeau while the queen passed this national (laughs) global tragedy or whatever?" Oh my God!
1: People were so upset about it, and then maybe
0: y'all killed the queen just by doing a by doing a (laughs) walkout.
1: Did you hear about that thing about how like Trisha Paytas's kid is actually the queen reincarnated?
0: That's so stupid. <laughs> I know,
1: <laughs> but that's actually something that's going around on Twitter and Yik Yak. Mm-hmm. But um, a lot of people were like, of all
0: the people in the world, for the Queen to be reincarnated in, as though reincarnation was a thing, would be to be Trisha Paytas' kid. I know. <laughs> Just like some like celebrity sicko. It's just yeah, like exactly. random kid is like <laughs> <laughs> If if that's the case, then cool, I guess. I don't know. I mean go
1: for it. Slay. <laughs> but <laughs> um so a lot of people were like we have these eight slobs out here protesting slobs. yeah i'm looking slobs. at the picture y'all
0: don't look slovenly at all you exactly. look very very nice i
1: thought we looked very nice and organized mm-hmm. but you know to each their own and a lot of people were it's like probably,
0: this guy is probably a slob that's saying that <laughs> exactly
1: my guess is it was probably the same person that posted the same like couple um posts on yik yak mm-hmm. because all of the grammar and the way things were worded were exactly the same. Yeah. So either there's a group of haters that just have very poor grammar yeah. or it's one individual.
0: Well, and I notice, and like I'm not trying to say, like, do anything for your haters or anything like that or do anything against the haters just like all the time. Like, like, but but having haters is an indication that you're and I think about this a lot. Uh, And it's an indication that you're doing something, that people are paying attention to what you're doing, and that you might be threatening somebody. That's where the haters come from. So, like, obviously, it can be scary if they start doing, like, threats or whatever. But, like, you know, having haters is, like, you kind of like you making it. You know what I mean?
1: It's also, like, that, that switch up in mindset, I think, is what scares a lot of people. Because, you know, in the town that we live in, YDSA the chapter we're trying to start on campus is the first of its kind i mean they've had the republicans club they've had colonels for life mm-hmm. they have a lot of
0: colonels for life is that is this like an anti-abortion group yes oh god Ugh.
1: yeah <laughs> um but they have had a bunch of clubs like that and continue to have clubs like that but we're the first young democratic Socialists of america club on campus mm-hmm. so People are now being open. These doors are being opened for people on campus and we're getting traction and people are seeing that we're gaining followers on social media. Um, That's awesome. And I think it's just like it's it's a scary change of mindset for everyone because it's against the norm.
0: Yeah, well, let's get into that in just one second. Uh, but before we do that, we got to do some uh, station ID. You were listening to WHIV LP New Orleans 102.3. This is Good Morning Comrade. We have Esperanza Sanchez here uh, from the uh, Nichols YDSA. Uh, we are also um, going to have a nice little get together on Wednesday, this Wednesday, September 14th. WHIV is be host- will be hosting our uh, benefit fundraiser. Featuring Amigos do Samba at the Broadside Theater, please come by and meet the WHIV uh, uh, WHIV Air Force and enjoy Planeta Brazil, broadcasting live from Broadside, seven to ten p.m. Uh, I'm gonna try and make it out there, and I sure hope that uh, others make it out there as well. Donations will go towards securing new equipment. For the station, shoring up our broadcast facilities and continuing to provide you with quality programming from New Orleans-only radio station dedicated to human rights and social justice, WHIV-LP New Orleans. As I said before, this is Good Morning Comrade, uh, WHIV-LP 102.3. And just uh, to read from this article that we have here, uh, so there was a really nice write-up by Colin Campo. Uh, and it's in, uh, home of today, uh, you can check that out, homeToday.com. a handful of Nichols students staged a peaceful protest on Thursday, here's why, a small group of students staged a peaceful protest Thursday at nickel State University, in hopes of persuading in, uh, officials to offer higher pay to student workers on campus, around noon, eight students walked out of their classrooms and carried signs to the quad touting their cause, uh, Esperanza, our guest today. Uh, is uh, twenty two a psychology major uh at ha- the head of the young democratic Socialist of America was joined by a few of the group 's roughly thirty members uh student workers earned seven hundred of some sorry seven dollars and twenty five cents and are only allowed to work up to twenty hours a week so that means you can only make like what seven uh, you know twenty t- like less than two hundred bucks a week <laughs> um really i mean after taxes like less than hundred bucks a week <laughs> Um, about about 500 student workers, all considered part time, are employed on campus for a variety variety of jobs in places such as the library, the rec center, and the daycare center. While no student workers attended Thursday's protest, um, Sanchez and others who did uh, did said the workers' pay and hours are not enough to live on. While no student workers attended uh thursday's protest sanchez and the others who did said the workers pay and hours are not enough to live on no one is able to live off two hundred dollars every two weeks said sophomore biology major emily luback yeah that is like no bunny at all students said they realize enrollment tuition uh, i'm sorry Students said that they realize enrollment and tuition it brings in is down and that the state legislature also has a say in how much money is available for public university salaries. We know how the uh, legislature uh, prioritizes uh, workers and education system. So (laughs) (laughs) that is what it is. Uh, Okay. Uh, We're basically using the campus uh as a means to get our voices out there and gain some traction so uh that that way legislators will be able to hear us sanchez said there's just an inequality of salaries good stuff uh just to continue reading this article out um nichols president jay clune was not immediately available for comment university spokesman Gerard davis said the student workers are important to nichols we value the work they do tremendously davis said um and he added that the enrollment was de- has declined um, from $6,293 last fall to $5,899. Uh, we have now joining us, um, I, I, I believe this is Jordan. Yes. Jordan, how are we doing? Uh, talk right in the microphone. Go ahead and introduce yourself. And we have somebody else. To, would you like to be on as well? i oh, Okay. You. Um, but anyway, we have uh, Jordan joining us as well. I uh, just go ahead and
3: talk about, uh, introduce yourself real quick. Hi, uh, my name is Jordan Preth. Um, I am 24 years old and, uh, I'm the vice president of the Nichols State University YDSA.
0: Cool. And we were just talking about, uh, YDSA. We were just kind of moving into that direction. So, um, uh, Esperanza just said a moment ago that uh, it's the first uh, organization of that kind uh, of, so I guess by what by what they mean is that it's the first sort of openly socialist organization that's, uh, that's on campus. Uh, how have you sort of, you know, you, what is your experience in like how this has gone down? Uh, how is it sort of, how's it going, I guess?
3: Um, I'd say like considering um, the social climate and the political climate where we're from, um, and growing up there, um, cause I, I grew up in the, in the Thibodeau area, in the LaFouche area. Um, I say that it's, it's going pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, a lot of people desire mm-hmm. socialist change in that area. They just don't really realize it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so seeing people get involved um I mean we just started and I think we have somewhere around 25 members 30, 30 30 now 30 members That's awesome Um you know seeing people get involved and you know it's small right now but I believe as time moves on and as the political climate changes mm-hmm. um I believe we're going to get more members sure. I think as more people become comfortable with the language that we're using um, and start to understand the terms that we're using um because to be quite honest, uh, you know, a lot of people, uh, they don't entirely understand it. And they have a little bit of, uh, I guess the word would be indoctrination of, you know, what socialism is. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I mean, there's been, you know, there was a Red Scare for a reason, right? Yeah, To, to, exactly. to sort of put people out of there and it also advanced the, the, you know, foreign policy agenda of the right. you know empire versus you know again the USSR back in the 1980s mm. and before um so I guess just to ask a very basic question I suppose what was the thing that brought y'all together in terms of like what what, what was the thing that kind of clicked in y'all's head that said hey we really want to start uh, a YDSA chapter on uh, on this campus here
3: Um, Esperanza you want to take this one
1: so basically I had some experience with YDSA and DSA Mm -hmm. through New Orleans DSA Um, I had been participating in the rallies for quite some time Um, and uh, Mm -hmm. even the smaller ones I mean I went to that really large one that we were just talking about but um, I went to some of the smaller ones too Mm -hmm. and I kind of just was like you know this is something that I want to bring to where I'm from Mm-hmm. I want this to keep spreading and I don't want it to stop mm-hmm. um so I basically proposed the idea on Twitter and I was like hey like I think I'm gonna start uh a YDSA chapter on my campus and then that's how I think Akira maybe sent you the tweet
0: mm-hmm. okay uh,
1: our friend our mutual friend Akira sent him the tweet and so um I messaged him, and within like a matter of like 15 minutes, um, he ended up being the vice chair. So. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> these things move fast, yes, don't they?
1: Yes, they do, <laughs> and they keep going. We uh-huh. have not lost momentum yet. So. That's great.
0: How long? How long ago was this?
1: Like two months ago.
3: Two months ago.
0: That's yeah. awesome. And y'all have been building up uh, capacity and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned that there were a couple of roadblocks in terms of uh, university and 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 creating a group earlier.
1: Yes. So essentially they have to charge the committee um the committee decides what who becomes a registered student organization and who doesn't Mm -hmm. um so they have yet to charge that committee we're hopeful we're we're hopeful it'll happen in the middle of september um it was supposed to be projected to happen the beginning of september but it didn't happen like that Mm -hmm. um So we're waiting on that. Um, We're waiting on our YDSA advisor to reach back out to us so we can become an official chapter. Mm -hmm. Um, So those are just like the small roadblocks we're kind of just waiting on. Um, But, you know, I'm hopeful it'll happen soon. Mm -hmm. Um, I know for sure we'll become a YDSA chapter soon. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm just hopeful for the RSO situation to clear itself out. RSO? Uh, registered student organization. Oh, okay, sorry, okay, okay, <laughs> I keep okay. using these acronyms and not that's explaining okay. myself. Don't
0: worry, don't worry. If I don't know what it means, I'm gonna ask. Okay. Um, so as far as um, you said, there was there's faculty support. Is that like a single sponsor? Are there multiple sponsors, or what's going on there? Are, are you? Uh, would I mean? Are you at liberty to talk about that even?
1: Yes. So we have two faculty advisors right now. Um, one who is actually a DSA member already. Um, nice. I'm going to leave his name out because I'm not sure if he wants to be mentioned, but he's super cool, like uh, like one of the best people I've ever met in the entire world. Okay. And he's pushed us to um, really move forward with our organization. He's come to a few of our um, on-campus meetings as well to show his support. Um, he was nice. actually, he went to one of the DSA's conventions.
0: I must know this guy. I, must, I, I, I probably know you him. You
1: probably do. Okay. He's from the New Orleans area.
0: Okay. Anyway
1: but he's super cool. Our other advisor, she's also super cool. Um, She's really interested in our mission. She's always been interested in DSA, YDSA, um, democratic socialism. She considers herself to be a democratic socialist, so that's super cool as well. Um, We also recently got new faculty support. Um, Now, I don't know if they wholeheartedly believe in the democratic socialist point of view, But they believe in a lot of our platforms that we've endorsed. That's good enough. So that's, yeah, that's more than enough for us at this point. (laughs)
0: Fellow travelers are welcome, right? (laughs)
1: Yes,
3: exactly.
0: Cool. Gordon?
3: Um, Yeah, it's been really cool seeing support from um, faculty uh, on Nichols campus. Um, It was kind of like a, I know for me, whenever Esperanza was asking, oh, hey, do you know any faculty that might be interested Um, I had to ask my wife because I wasn't entirely sure. And she was like, oh, I have the perfect person. Um, And just echoing what she said, uh, he's amazing. He's very knowledgeable. Mm -hmm. Um, And I believe going forward with the club, um, I think he'll be able to offer a lot of support in helping translate what we're saying into something more digestible for Mm -hmm. people uh, down here.
0: You got to talk to people in the language that they listen to, right? Right.
3: And there's also other organizations that are local in the uh, in the Lafourche Terrebonne area mm-hmm. um, that aren't necessarily uh, DSA associated, but they focus on things like workers' rights for people mm-hmm. in the oil field. Um, That's
0: great. That's important. We
3: had actually met a man who came up to our table when we were tabling um, that he had a small group that got together at his house um, and he actually worked. Uh, during the time that Deepwater Horizon had happened
0: oh boy yeah. I um, think I know who that person is yeah, yeah probably and so. former guest of the show Leo yes yes, yes. Leo, he's I, amazing I, I, I love Leo I had him on the show um, on the anir- like one of the anniversaries of um, uh, of Deepwater Horizon and he talked about like being there it was yeah. really really like harrowing tale and it was really I mean he's the easy guy to talk to in the world he's
1: so awesome <laughs> I yeah. love he's Leo he's so easy to talk to
3: mm-hmm. anyway go on yeah, no, but it was super cool meeting people like that because um, currently I'm an online student, mm-hmm. um, but I'm also a blue-collar worker. Uh, what do you and, do? Um, without saying too much, I do work in the oil field onshore. Sure,
0: okay. Um, anyway, go ahead.
3: And so uh, I work I work hard, you know, mm-hmm. I, and everyone around me works hard. Yeah. Uh, everything that we're working with we're, is, uh, you know, it's dangerous equipment, large hoses. Yeah. um you know, I've I've seen people do stuff that's not very OSHA certified, but also um, every job. Was like yeah. <laughs> and so especially when you don't have union. <laughs> right. And that was the thing that frustrated me the most is that, you know, I was all these people are working so hard. And I don't, I was like, man, like, I know these people are not getting compensated for the work. like yeah. They're making less than people at Sam's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and they're busting their butt in the heat for almost nine hours a day, Mm -hmm. you know, they, they have to work 45 hours a week. Mm -hmm. They don't, they they don't get to choose that. Um, they're also going in on the weekends as well because they have to, because they're not making enough money. And the incentive is, is, oh, well, if you come in on a weekend, we'll pay you a little bonus to come in and work on, on the weekend. I don't think that's right. Why not just raise their wages? Yeah. You know, don't, don't give a once a year bonus, like actually increase these people's pay. Mm -hmm. So that way they have an incentive for working there that yeah. they feel valued and important. Yeah. Um, and that was my thing is I was I was doing that and I also come from a background, uh I grew up evangelical. And so now that I'm out of that system, it was kinda like, where in the world do I uh Where
0: do you fit in? Where do I
3: fit in? <laughs> you know? And I just was like, Man, I really don't like the way that uh I can't I, I went to the second largest churches in America's ministry school. Um, Which one's that? Uh, it's called Church of the Highlands. It's in um, their home base is in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make a lot of money. Um, I can't remember the last uh, figure I looked at, but it was, I think, over $10 million. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also have an organization called ARC, and they, uh, their whole job is planting other churches in the area. As a matter of fact, I believe five miles down the road, there's an ARC church. Um, and so it's kind of their way to like, I pretty much watched, you know, people laundering money in real time through these organizations. And I was like, man, I was like, you know, you get to a point where you see everything around you that you believed in was so corrupt. And it's like, well, what am I going to do now? And, uh, that's when I started talking to some people that I uh, play games online with and they were like, you should find an organization in your, uh, in your local area i love it gaming organizing that's well, awesome yeah <laughs>
1: it's
0: we just talked about gaming too i love that <laughs> someone what I'm, game can i ask uh, destiny game? 2 okay i don't even know what that is um, i don't know
1: that it's like some weird indie uh, jordan's like into indie games no so like. well, no it's,
3: it's not an indie game um it's made by Bungie studios the same people oh, that made halo. halo okay um and it's, it's an a shooter a, yeah it's an action MMO RPG. um Anyways, I play with a guy who actually uh, works on Democratic campaigns for for uh, Democratic candidates candidates in Florida. And he was like, hey, if you want to do something, you need to find a local organization in your area. And I was like, "Okay, yeah, sure. Where are (laughs) they? You know, Um, and that's when I that's when I tweeted out. I was like, I need to find an organization to get involved with because I have all this momentum built up in myself Mm -hmm. to try to bring change to my area and that's when i saw um, the tweet from esperanza and she messaged me and i was like hey this is what i've been through this is my experience with politics um you know like i want to do whatever's possible Mm -hmm. um and now we're here cool cool
1: yeah and also to bounce off of the Union thing we had just talked about. Um, our haters gave us actually a really good idea. So
0: I love I mean, it when they do that. Yeah. I know. the, the like haters they, do the organizing for you. Yes, mm-hmm.
1: they think that they're hating on us, but they're actually spitting out some good ideas. What would it? What's the idea? Student, uh, student union for student workers.
0: That is dope, and and um, that is something that has been popping off like all across the country as well. Um, grad students, you know, going on a strike in California and various right. places as well. It's pretty awesome. So uh. Definitely take your haters up on that offer. Yes. If they're gonna,
3: If they're going to start, like, throwing out these, oh, 130 the union stuff, yeah, like, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> sure, why, why not? <laughs> That's what uh, Yik Yak's really popular and nickels and a lot of people Yeah, I just learned what Yik Yak is today, so. Really? <laughs> yeah, I explained what Yik Yak was. <laughs> That's what I, I told, I'm an old. Sorry. I told my wife. I said uh, it's like it's like an anonymous uh, board. It's essentially like 4chan. Yeah. Like that's what I said. Students. It sounded like. Yeah. Oh, God, man. It's terrible. It's God. Uh, but that's what you know, they were like, oh, why would you sit outside and strike? You should get people to sign a petition yeah. and bring it to the president." It's like, all right. Yeah. yeah cool, yeah, Thank okay. you. Cool.
1: <laughs> Yeah, like, and then they were like, "You could have made twenty one dollars in yeah. the three hours you were sitting outside. I'd rather be sitting outside for three hours yeah. making a difference than making twenty one dollars." Also, hate.
0: also, I'm capped at twenty hours a week, so I literally can't work anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I love that that like get a job stuff. It's like I got a job and it pays me seven fifty an hour. You yeah. absolute dingus. Yeah, like, we,
3: we had a lot of uh, we had a lot of uh, just work, lol, or just yeah. I someone was literally saying just borrow more money, but was complaining about the national debt in the same <laughs> paragraph.
0: I love when people complain about the dang debt. That's so awesome. They were like, like well, just, anybody cares,
3: just borrow more money. But, Oh, you know what? We're going to add to the national debt by uh, raising uh workers wages. And it's like it, what you would not notice the change in your tuition, but you definitely noticed it whenever they did all that work on the football field or whatever, you <laughs> yeah. know,
0: like... Which costs so much more money. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Let me just uh, read a little bit of... Uh, uh, if- uh, have a little bit of thing for uh, Klessy's and we can uh, move on. Uh, so support for WHIV comes from Klessy's Seafood Restaurant and Catering located in Mid-City, 4553 BNville in New Orleans. Klessy's home to reasonably priced catfish and shrimp entrees, beverages, huge TV screens, and outdoor seating. More information and menu items can be viewed at Klessy's Catering dot com. That's C-L-E-S-I-C-A-T-E-R-I-N-G dot com. So, um, I guess in terms of like What's the next couple steps forward? Y'all, y'all mentioned um, uh, the possibility of union. Have y'all thought about uh, working on any sort of political campaigns or any other kind of campus projects, anything like that?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Do you want to Go ahead, it? Jordan. Yeah. You could start us off. Uh, so,
3: be- I talking to my friend who um, does democratic campaigns in Florida. He was like, "You should just start going door to door and essentially." Just doing that, and I was I was super inspired, and I told Bronze, I was like, "How cool it would be if we found someone local who could run for a local office, and we were able to campaign for them and get enough and garner enough support to get them put in office." I said, "I feel like that. I feel like it's possible, um, especially going door to door, talking to people, because um, sometimes people will just vote for whoever." You know, people tell whoever them to vote
0: them. they're thinking about when they go right. vote, if they do at all.
3: Right. <laughs> um, and I, and essentially my idea was, is if you start stacking the deck in your local areas, you know, start putting people in place in local institutions. Um, soon enough, you start seeing that change in that area um, and it inspires people to vote for um, more Democratic, socialist candidates Mm -hmm. um, on a larger level. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for us, you know, the idea was, well, where do we start with that? Um, And so, of course, we have the election coming up and we were trying to figure out, oh, who do we want to support? And I think that's when we landed on Gary Chambers Jr., if you want to talk about that a little more.
1: Yeah. So um, I had reached out to his team because I wanted to kind of get an idea of. Um, You know who exactly Gary Chambers Jr. was. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see these um, political messages, you see all the stuff that they post on social media, but you really don't truly know who they are as a person until you interact with them or like people who interact with them on a daily basis. Um, So I was actually pleasantly surprised when I had asked if he would be willing to come speak to a small organization like ours. Mm -hmm. And he was more than willing. He was willing to set up a date um a time whenever our campus event is and he wanted to come tailgate for our homecoming <laughs> yeah and I was like all right like that's the football awesome game? Yeah. yeah and so uh we're trying to get that organized get a date set for that so he can mm-hmm. come speak to us about all his platforms um so we can ask him some questions make mm-hmm. sure we're uh truly endorsing the right person
0: okay so, so okay, and so there's a possibility of of if the organization might politically endorse him. That's interesting too. Okay, yes. um, as far as um, other kind of on campus events and and other stuff like that. I mean, y'all are already started doing stuff like the um, or off campus events even. But you already have done um, the 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 walkout. Um, I guess. What is the next? I can ask these questions discreetly. Actually, let me circle back. Um, what are the next steps for after the walkout, I guess? Uh, where, where where are you looking at going for there? And then I'll get to YDSA in just a moment.
1: Okay, so I think for that, we had thrown around the idea of potentially a phone zap. Um, okay. I participated in a phone zap when those uh, the inmates at the New Orleans Justice Center were um, protesting in their pod. I remember um, that. I loved the organization of that. the The Google Doc was very well organized the script was very well organized i want to say
0: freedom road was a lot of the backers to that yes okay
1: and so we had some talk about that um we've got some more political education meetings coming up um and once we become an rso i mean our possibilities are limitless Mm -hmm. we have fundraisers planned we have everything planned we just have those roadblocks we have to get through to be able to make those plans
3: happen Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, some some of the things we've been talking about as uh, Esperanza just mentioned. Um, you know, we're circling back to the idea of stacking the deck, you know, I I told her before I was like what if we got people with our same ideals and ideology not only put in local governments but also in the school as well. Um and so getting approved um, to be an RSO, if I'm correct, involves going through the student government in the school. Mm. Um and so we wanna see, hey, can we get people that are passionate about leading and passionate about finding change in their local area? Um, Cause I find a lot of people, especially with Nichols, it's just like, oh, you know, this is a beat up dingy uh, <laughs> campus. Um, and it's just, why not try to change it? Why yeah. you're, you're here. Why not try to do something to make it better? Um, mm-hmm. The reason that it's even gotten to the point that it's at now is because people did that in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I believe that's one of our big goals is to attempt to enact positive, tangible campus and local change to see a better future for the people that are going to go to this school and mm-hmm. are going to enjoy it. Sure. Um, and so we're looking at hey, you know, how can we influence student government? Mm-hmm. How can we influence, and I'm, I'm, we're dreaming big. How can we influence the budget? Where can, what bylaws can we look at that we can go, hey, this is not supporting the rights of the students here. Right. Um, one of the big things that we're currently concerned about and we want to turn a focus to eventually is the fact that on-campus accessibility and transportation is not adequate for anyone who has any form of disability. Can you describe the conditions as they are? Um, So currently the sidewalks, um, I'll start at the sidewalks and work my way up. Um, If you are in a wheelchair, um, and as a matter of fact, there is someone who works on Nichols campus that is in a wheelchair that essentially has to drive on the road with their wheelchair in order to get around. Yeah, which because the road is better than the sidewalk exactly, which is very unsafe. Um, and it's also like wrong. Like, like yeah. what is the sidewalk there for? Yeah, <laughs> like I'm sorry, but like
1: I don't mean to cut in, but before no, you get off the sidewalk topic, um, we actually had someone who is in our club mm-hmm. that tripped over broken sidewalk pieces (laughs) and broke and and broke their foot oh my god proper grievances the proper avenues to be able to report that yeah no one ever responded No, i
0: gotta fix it i mean did i I, if they broke their foot on faulty campus property isn't the school liable for that in some way too
1: yeah but they went through the proper avenues like you know how it said in the article how we have the proper avenues to go through we don't have to protest or whatever. But when you go through those proper avenues, you're not heard.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, if they just, like, put you in a file and just ignore you for forever, I mean, yeah, what's the point of even... I mean, I would say go through those avenues and also do the other things, too, you know?
3: (laughs) Right. And so, you know, the sidewalk conditions are not good. Um, After the hurricane... um, there is a lot of who knows when it comes to things like mold growth and stuff like that. Oh, boy. Um, as a matter of fact, I believe there was a professor years back that was insistent that one of the buildings at Nichols had mold growing in it. And they were a biology professor and they actually went and did their <laughs> own sampling to prove it because the school would not listen to them. Yeah. Um, and so there's, I, I know for me personally, like there's a lot of concern because, you know, I mean, I'm highly allergic to mold. I don't want to get sick. And uh, it's I mean, bad for you. yeah, that's a national thing too. I mean, you look on a national scale, a lot of public uh, education centers are currently degrading because infrastructure is horrible, buddy. I'm a teacher. I know. <laughs> yeah. And so, <clears throat> um, it's, it's tough. And then also the elevators in the library do not work at this time.
0: Um, so it, how does the person in the wheelchair get upstairs? Exactly. They don't. They, yeah. don't. they just don't.
1: The library is completely inaccessible
0: to this them. person, yeah.
3: Um, and they say that they're fixing it next semester, yeah. but who knows? Um, I also know currently that um, there's a lot of damage to our library, um, from Ida? Yeah. From was from there Ida.
0: significant damage from Ida to the to the campus?
3: Um
1: there was there was a lot of uh, leaking ceilings. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of, of, yeah, a lot had, of roofs. Like, trees ripped out, yeah. but it wasn't as bad as it could
2: have been for sure. Yeah.
3: Right. Um it wasn't it wasn't as bad as like some of the stuff. Like I I live in Homa. Mm. Um it wasn't as bad as some of the stuff I saw, you know, just in my local area. Yeah. Um But I mean, it was, it was bad. Like Mm -hmm. there's no other way to really paint it. Um, But yeah, between that, um, and I know there's a lot of stuff going on with the Nichols Cafeteria um, and workers being mistreated there. And there's even just... A page on Instagram making fun of the food in the cafeteria um, <laughs> because of how bad it can be sometimes.
0: It's like the, it's like, look at these streets, uh, look, look at these streets, uh, Instagram, but yes. it's for food in the cafeteria. Yes. <laughs> yes, That's a popular topic on Yik Yak
1: as well, the food in the cafeteria.
0: Right. Um, I mean, you know what I'm talking about, the look at these effing streets, um uh, yeah, uh, New Orleans Oh my Orleans, god, yeah. that is so awesome. They're used just to Just like be these wrecked up absolute swamps basically instead yeah. of streets.
3: <laughs> if I I can remember correctly, there used to be an Instagram page uh, called New Orleans Potholes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 that's and, an old and, one. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah, that those problems pose a big issue for anyone that's disabled on campus yeah. um, in any capacity. Um, or people that are not, like, exactly. fully able-bodied people. Exactly. I mean, you just mentioned right. somebody that broke their foot. Exactly. And so, you know, that is a big concern that we're focused about, too. Um, but we're, I think our current... F- focus is just becoming a registered student organization Mm -hmm. and also getting solid organizing. Like I said, we're, we're still new to this. Um, and so we are doing our best and we're doing good and we're keeping the momentum, but our goal is to consistently get better, um, and keep gaining more and more momentum, uh, so that we can, you know, like I said before, bring positive and tangible change to the area. Mm-hmm. Great.
0: Um, and I guess uh, we'll start winding down. We have about five minutes left. Uh, is there anything that y'all wanted to sort of like, you know, say on the way out? What's, you know, kind of on your mind? Anything like that? Because we're, we're about to uh, we're about to run out of time.
1: Um, if you haven't already, look into DSA, what? look into YDSA. Mm-hmm. Um
0: or there. if you're on, if you're listening to the sound of our voice on, uh, on campus right now at Nichols, you can listen on whivfm.org listen anywhere in the world. Uh, yes. definitely. How can they find you?
1: Um, they can find us on, um, if you look at Nichols DSA on Instagram, uh, Nichols YDSA on Twitter. Um, those are the proper avenues for us. Uh, we'll eventually have a website up and running once we're a registered student organization, but as of right now, that's all of our um, available contacts.
3: Hmm. Um. I'd say for anyone listening, um, that especially if you're in, if you're at Nichols and you're a student at Nichols, or you're a student at um, any college, um, look into getting involved with a student organization like mm-hmm. the YDSA. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just from the past couple of weeks of being involved, it has really broadened my horizons politically um, and has brought a lot out of out of me personally. Um, but also I think it's a very good experience because no matter what you think, it is important for you as an individual to be involved in your local and uh, state politics. Yeah. Um, it is a very key thing to do because without your voice you cannot gather more voices to make one large voice to mm-hmm. bring about change
0: yeah ain't nobody doing this by themselves right yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. right
0: all right cool well uh thank you jordan and esperanza for joining us uh really appreciate you uh coming by the studio making the drive out here um yeah thanks to everybody for listening uh this has been good morning comrade W H I V F M. Uh, you can get more information about our show. com. You can follow me on Twitter uh, at eminentprof. You can follow the show on Twitter at Comrade Morning. Do you all want to uh, mention your Twitters or anything like that as well? Or if, if not, it's okay.
3: Yeah, uh, you can follow me at Jordan Breath. I tweet uh, uh, either political stuff, um, personal opinions, or I talk about video games because <laughs> I am passionate about video games.
1: Uh, you can follow me at C C S N C H Z. I post a lot about cars, uh, politics, okay. and updates with YDSA. Sure. One second, one second, one
0: second. One second. Hey, we also have a very, very special guest calling in right now. We have Mid-City Martha calling in again. I think we had a little streak going, huh? Yeah, because I listen every Saturday. Um, so I just wanted to say and give big props to
2: um, these students. I also work at a university here in New Orleans and um, I am a work study supervisor. And so I asked in my department, my, um, the dean, I asked him if we could pay the students more than seven twenty-five because it literally made my skin crawl when I had to put that in the paperwork. Um, and he agreed to it. And so the university is paying the difference from 7.25, we upped it to $10. You know, it's not a big deal, but...
0: That's incredible. That's, like, really awesome that... ...$0.05 um,
2: more, you know, because I see these work-study students struggling. I mean, many of them have to have multiple jobs if they're supporting themselves. Um, you know, they have to work work-study and have, like, usually one or two jobs on top of their classes. Yeah. So just a big shout-out and big props, and I think... Um, that's a problem across many universities probably again because that's the federal uh, wage and also the issue with the custodians i see that every day in my university they work so hard and they deserve so much more so just, i just wanted to say um thank you guys for doing that
0: yeah well did y'all want to um have anything to say about what uh mid-city martha there had to say
1: um i only got portions of it could you yeah she basically
0: just gave a big shout out and said y'all are doing an awesome job and she has also seen uh in her work at loyola uh that uh they have they have had advancements on uh, a lot of these issues you know increasing you know workers salaries and things like that so
1: that's um, awesome Like, y'all have no idea how much it means to us to get those messages those calls just telling us that we're doing a good job because i mean we're out here fighting And we love to know that we're being heard, that we're making those changes.
3: Right, yeah. um, I think it's encouraging because sometimes it can be extremely discouraging, uh, to be quite honest, when you're facing so many voices that are so negative in the space of uh, politics, especially, I guess, yeah, especially with younger people. Um, And what I will say is that we are simply not going to stop fighting. Uh, We will continue to keep going. We will continue to keep uh, educating people and raising up more people um, to fight for the cause of the average person. Mm-hmm. Um, that is our goal: is to see people live their best lives without having to claw their way up the mountain.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks again to Mid City Martha for that call. Check her out at four o'clock on this station today. Uh, and thanks everybody for listening. Uh, you can, uh, yeah, like I said, check me out on Twitter at Eminent Prof, Follow the show at um, Comrade Morning. Thank you, love you. Goodbye. You know what I mean? Oh, they love it. Right. No, absolutely. Chipotle has five business days to file objections to election. If Chipotle opts not to file objections, the NLRB regional director will certify the results. They're gonna object. They always object. Chipotle pulled in revenue of $7.5 million last year, and we're just